relations with that one. Now it is time to take longer strides. Time for a great new American enterprise. We're gonna bust the truck. We're gonna bust the truck. We're gonna bust the truck all night long. All right, so welcome to another episode of Punch the Trunk, Politics and Pop Culture. So good. It's like sex with candy. We had a little name change because we felt like the last kind of cover name was attracting people who were looking for a particular topic, mainly porn. So um, we thought maybe giving people a better idea of what we're all about is uh, was the way to go here. So I'm one of your hosts, Nikki O, and our other host is Lexi. Hi. So tonight we're going to start with a little bit about the fact that we're all probably going to end up back in lockdown. So those of us that have been good this entire time will basically still be in lockdown. And uh, all the other people that have been um, being idiots are forcing us back into lockdown. So, yeah. Well, let's, let's, you know, let's back up. We'll try not to be too judgmental, even though we're totally judgmental. Oh, yeah. And we, sh- and we sh- um, should be, because we've been home this whole time. We're all about, you know, giving information here. Let's clarify what we mean by um, people who are making unwise decisions and life choices, like, I don't know, going out without a mask. What's going another one? Without a mask, going to a bar. Oh, yeah. Not washing or Just going out in public and pretending like it's safe. Oh, things are opening, so it must be safe. I don't know where that logic comes in. I guess people confuse economics with safety, but when you live in a capitalistic society, the economics always comes before our safety. So um, with the pressure to reopen, businesses have been reopening and people have been putting themselves in danger knowing that the virus is still out there and acting like it's not. So, Well, and then there's the other, you know, wise group of anti-vaxxers who believe that this oh, is yes. not a real thing. That's a hoax. my favorite group. They are my favorite to watch on all the social media. Oh, they are just so fun. Oh my gosh. They are so passionate in displaying their ignorance and I cannot get enough of it right now. Well, uh, I think Mother Jones um, published an article last week about how this anti-vax uh, right to uh, right to die, I call them people, um, have basically, t- they used to be like these hippie people, you know, these u- ultra uber liberals, you know, living in yurts and stuff. And now it's <laughs> turned into this like libertarian movement of very conservative women who believe that their quote unquote self-research is more informative or informs their decisions more than an actual expert in science per se. Mm. Yep. It's that, that's the danger is this libertarian view is basically right to die. I have a right to not vaccinate and kill my children. I have a right to, um, you know, uh, not take this pandemic seriously and also hurt other people in the process because my actions also affect others. That's the part that bothers me the most. Like I'm all for making choices. I'm, I'm totally like woman's right to choose. Every, everybody has a right to make their own choice, but when it is dramatically affecting others and you don't know it, like you don't know, you could be asymptomatic. 
there's that, that like really scary aspect of this that you don't know. And you are, you know, just forcibly pushing your views out there and with no scientific backing, of course. And then trying to like, I mean, it goes both ways. There's mask shamers and then there's no mask shamers. And I don't, play that game like if I see people out without a mask it bugs me but I just kind of avoid them I just walk around them thank the lord that for the moment my facial expressions are covered up because I definitely (laughs) have got some pretty good ones going on under my fabulous masks that were made by my beautiful friends but um the the like temper tantrums the like oh absolutely toddler level temper tantrums that are now being recorded like I just watched another one today, like right before we started recording that happened at a Trader Joe's on like the, like they just, I think it was today. And this woman has made it like she apparently, and I don't know, because I didn't see footage of her walking in the store. So I cannot accurately say whether this is true or not, but according to the report, TMZ, not the best, you know, whatever, but you know, we'll go with it. There were reports that when she walked in, she had a mask and and when she went to wait in the checkout line with like her basket, right. she decided she just couldn't make it the extra five minutes and yep. took it off. When she was approached and told to put it back on, like she went from zero to <laughs> one thousand crazy, yeah, faster than a toddler who is like pissed. You took their popsicle and started throwing her food yeah, on I saw the that. floor, like the level of tantrum right. Now, do you throw a tantrum? And I I love this logic. And it's so smart and so obvious. Like, do you throw a temper tantrum every time someone says to buckle your seatbelt? Oh, absolutely. That's that's my whole argument. So uh, so when you have to stop at a stop sign or a red light, those are inconvenience. You know, those are an inconvenience. Why do you do that? You know, I mean, this is putting a piece of paper in front of your face. I don't, I don't understand. It's crazy to me. So yeah. She claims she had some condition, which is all BS. Um, Most people don't have conditions where a paper mask will suffocate them. And there's even this pseudoscience coming out that, oh, because obviously people don't understand how breath works. They keep telling people they're going to get carbon dioxide poisoning, like carbon monoxide poisoning, like you get if you're in the, you know, if you're in your garage running your car um, and everything's shut, they keep telling people you're going to get carbon dioxide poisoning, um, like some kind of slow suicide. Ugh, people are stupid. Um, for all of our brilliant listeners out there, because we know you're fabulous, you're smart, you're always looking for science to understand what's happening. I am going to go ahead and recommend that y'all jump on Instagram and follow an account called King Gutter Baby. I know the name is crazy, but it is this amazing scientist. She is an infectious diseases researcher at NYU, and she has the most incredible uh, Instagram stories. She will answer your questions. She goes into detail. She researches articles and studies that people will just throw up based on a title and either say, okay, this is a good one, or this is not, um, something that, you know, this has not been researched well enough. Like she did this whole series on schools because I'm a teacher. Nikki's a teacher. We are both very concerned about the fact that unlike 
every other school in the U.S., our schools start like, I don't know about Nikki, but my school starts August 7th. And that's scary that we are, where we currently live is spiking. And we have people saying, oh, you're going back to the classroom. Cool. So uh, Laurel Bristow is her name. King Gutter Baby is her account on Instagram. And I highly encourage you to follow her because she does give science-based information. And she did a whole study on that oxygen thing that you were just commenting on. And it was no different. Her oxygen yes, follow us first, of course, but then you well, can follow yeah. her. <laughs> follow us first. But then, oh, did we change our Instagram yet or are we still sex no. with candy? <laughs> candy at the moment so follow we, we want all those nipple pictures come on people keep sending those nickel and ass nipple and ass pictures to us because well you know it's quarantine we got to entertain they're gonna be a little some. they're gonna be a little disappointed when they actually listen they're like oh wait <laughs> you're we beautiful we love of sight about with actual candy we thought twizzlers were involved yeah i know so Ooh. Now I want candy. All right. Okay. So, so back to our quarantine topic. I'm sorry. I, I just, so, I, so what, let's, let's start with some things that like, I, Nikki, what did you do when you were on quarantine? I stayed home. Were you one of the breakers? Did you? I what, stayed what, home. What this, okay. Yes. Good. Good. I did my job from home. I watched some TV. I got sick of that. I then, uh, you know, read a little bit. I, hung out with my dog. I did a lot of Zooming. I'm doing less of that now because Zooms are exhausting. Okay. So you did a lot of Zooming, but I agree. It's exhausting. What about, are you, were you like on the bread baking train? Did you work out? Did you read any good series? What, what are some so, things that you Yeah. Did? No, I, I was on the workout train. So okay. I did uh, 60 days. I'm, st- I'm on day 54. 56 today, 60 days of digging deep with Sean T from the Beach Body on Demand program. So uh, definitely staying fit and it's, it's essential for your mental health during all this as well. So, um, but no, I didn't do puzzles and I, I ordered paint by numbers, but they never came. So I, you know, filed my report to the BBB just the other day. So, you know, that whole thing was nuts. That was, <laughs> that was something I, I didn't did, actually get did, to do. Yeah, I did puzzles. I really... Um, I did the fitness thing. I was walking a lot because thankfully, even though I had to move at the start of the crazy thing, I have a beautiful trail right behind my place. And so I would be smart, put on a mask and then head out and walk a lot. I did puzzles. I watched a lot of Netflix. I binged some good shows, um, across the boards. Like I definitely watched, I think, what did I watch? Uh, Jamestown was a good oh, one Jamestown's on good. Amazon prime. And of course, I binged all of Gilmore Girls because that's what you do. Boo. Uh, <laughs> oh, we forgot to tell you our guest tonight, Jeff from Switch the Envelope. So what we were just talking about today, well, we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, how we're probably going to go into lockdown again and uh, stuff like that. Um, yeah. So we changed the name. We introduced ourselves as Punch the Trunk, politics and pop culture. So good. It's like sex with candy. That way we can maybe avoid awesome. the, Keeping the nip, sex with candy nipple, nipple and ass pics, you know. <laughs> so the, the, the thousands of strippers who are now right, who uh, are signed on, to follow us on and who are going to be your... really disappointed when they actually hear us. So. I don't know. Punch the trunk. You might get a lot of men strippers that are now following you. Well, good. They need. They need. They need politics and pop culture. So good too. <laughs> so, 
But punch the trunk. So what funny. are you talking about? So we're just talking about the we we're talking about the pandemic a little bit and Gilmore Girls. No, we weren't talking about that. We're talking about the pandemic, and um, we we're about to talk about these these idiots in Palm Beach, Florida, who were are on video speaking to the uh, I think it's a board of supervisors or some kind of you know p- political local body. Um, and there's videos of these people, and it's kind of like a montage now. They're they're making montage videos of these idiots really COVID idiots I think is what Lexi called them and uh one of the one of the women that got up and spoke uh started talking about how she knew what a citizen's arrest was and that all how all the people on this board were going to be everybody's going to start arresting them do citizens arrests against them because masks are literally killing people is what she said and she said they're going to be doing citizens arrests for crimes against humanity yeah I saw that another one said you know, there are people who can't breathe. I'm not sure who that is because there's no science to support that. Um, and then the the other woman said, accused them of believing in pseudoscience and safety over liberty. So, um, I of course, my we talked about this earlier, but my question, you know, why do you why do they see people stop at stop signs and red lights? You know, why do you pay attention to driving lanes? Why do you wear clothes in public? And thank God these three people wore, wore clothes in public. But there was also another woman that talked about. She said, "I don't wear a mask on my face, just like I don't wear underwear." And I don't think I'm ever going to get rid of that image. But like, we didn't need to know that. But you know, then the question goes back to her: Then why are you wearing any clothes if your stuff needs to breathe, as she states? But Anyway, I think at the, the end of the day, it's it's like shouting into the right. wind. So, I mean, some people aren't just, they're just not going to use masks and complaining about it is like complaining about a parking ticket. Right. Like, yeah, some people aren't going to do it. So right. what are we going to do? You can inform people, but if people aren't going to want to do it, then there's nothing you can do other than protect yourself. So you can yep. protect yourself with proper PPE and do the things that are appropriate for the situation that you're in. You social right. distance, you wear mask, but yelling right. at somebody else because they're not wearing yeah. a mask is no better than them yelling at you because you are wearing a mask. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to be the- I just told her, why don't you leave the man alone? I think she was sticking up for the man, like, because she was in the man's face and like, she said, why are you, I think, she, I don't so coughing on him or spitting on him or something absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, other people in the place just were standing up for him saying, why are you doing this? You know, leave, just leave, you know? So, and also because- you know, the women working there were trying to, you know, get her to leave and stuff, but yeah, I just want to be the, the, the exact opposite of the, of what, or saying the exact opposite of what the other people are saying, because I don't think that accomplishes anything. I think there's middle ground for everything. Well, we talked about that earlier, how we don't really, we, when we see people with no masks, for instance, Miss Nikki, you never not say anything. I, I don't say anything. I see, I see people (laughs) without masks and you know what I do? I avoid them. If I'm walking the dog, we stop, we go the other way. That's just what we do, you know? Because you know you pick up dog doo-doo and push it in their face. No, I, I don't. Because the thing is, is that there's been a few times that I've walked my dog where I've totally forgot to put my mask on. And I'm like, oh my Bitch. God. And, and Your I'm dog, thinking, not you. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm thinking to myself, what are people thinking of me? You know, and I totally forgot to do this. So I'll take the dog a totally different way where there's fewer people. So now I started carrying a mask and a little purse that I carry with me. Because I just feel like, oh my gosh, you know, you don't know anybody's reasons. They could, they could have forgotten. Um, you know, there's just, there's so many reasons why somebody may not be wearing a mask. It may not just be blatant defiance. So I don't say anything. 
because you just don't know people's, you know, people's background or, or the current situation. You know, if I walked out of here once and didn't, wasn't wearing a mask, but I want to be shamed for that. Not really, because I wear it all the time. So I don't say anything. Wouldn't that actually. be fun if somebody's got no mask on? You walk behind them just like in Game of Thrones and you're like, shame, bong, shame. And just like 50 people walk behind them with no mask, anybody they find with no mask on and they just shame them the whole time they're walking outside. That would get people wearing masks. I don't know. I think they'd like spit at all of us or throw a temper tantrum. But you'd be shaming them. Shame, shame. People. And they'd be spitting <laughs> on like you. gather and all the other like, people. Shame. shame. <laughs> I'll get a big microphone and just, and we In won't fact, show our faces. that's what you should do from now on. Any single time you see a person without a mask, you just look at them and go, shame. Shame. Well, I never saw um, Game of Thrones, but I could do that. I'm sure that uh, I'd be good at that. But yeah, I just stay away from people that aren't doing that ever i mean i haven't come into contact with anybody in a in a supermarket or anything that's not but what I, so. I what i really want to know is if the gilmore girls would be wearing masks at this point <laughs> oh totally They're i think they would i think in in stars hollow is that what it's called <laughs> yes in stars hollow would they be wearing masks right now i'm not sure if they would but maybe they would oh oh no they totally would because taylor dosey the town magistrate would lose his shit if everybody was not wearing masks so he would probably hand out, like, everybody gets five. Really, you should watch the show. You'd know what I was talking about. <laughs> I, have I have no, no idea, idea what you just said, but. <laughs> Anybody who's just color, sorry, they, they would agree with me. They would, they would know that Taylor Dosey is on it, and Kirk is going to be his, like, main man and will be policing everybody, and he will be the person shaming everybody if they don't wear a mask, and it will be really embarrassing for them. So rather than deal with Kirk because Kirk is weird, they will just wear a mask. Oh, you know they'd all be out in that little gazebo sitting around <laughs> having, having picnics with no, no social distancing, <laughs> having fireworks on 4th of July. No, absolutely not. They would do what Lane did when she was grounded for having a date with a boy. Oh, my they'd gosh. They'd walk around the corner and, and go to the old from their house and like have binoculars and be really creepy and like converse that way. It would be like, the, because this is pre zoom, they would be, you know, doing it the old fashioned way and social distancing. If they had to go out, they would wear masks. And you know, like I said, Taylor Dosey would be on it and only allow like two people in a store at a time and the hello kitty store would be closed. <laughs> so all it would be, they have a hello Dosey's kitty store. Yeah. So Luke's would be open. Al's pancake world would be open and Dosey's would be open and everything else would be closed. Okay, so you open that yeah. can of worms, buddy. Sorry, I'll shut up now. I love talking about well, Gilmore Girls. We about that. We should have a podcast about that. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to participate out of nothing. If you ever like listen to interviews, one of the things that all of the actors on the show say about Lauren Graham, who's the main character, Lorelai, right. is that she talks so fast and she always knew every obscure reference because the the creators would try to stump her right. with um different lines because there's a lot of like you really have to be like knowledgeable to get some of the like the subtler jokes in there so it's really good fun if you're intelligent not, not exactly intelligent it's just that you, you know pop yeah. culture references well, it's like pop culture it's a little bit of history it's a little bit of literature like there's a lot going on um like a renaissance person but, i didn't know uh, that uh she, gilmore girls was such a such an onion to be peeled <laughs> Well, that's because you have never <laughs> taken the time to really sit down and enjoy. I challenge you, Jeff from Switch the Envelope, I challenge you and Corey to binge watch the Gilmore Girls and do an episode We'll have to on do it. a whole episode on Gilmore Girls and, and what is really under the onion. And you can watch really them with your kids, too. 
I still challenge you and Corey to watch the Gilmore Girls, but don't watch the, the newest, like the, the four extra episodes. Those were trash. That, don't they don't, those. It's always like that when shows do that. I was actually talking to Corey about Arrested Development because Arrested Development is a show that was fantastic when it was first on. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently it was riddled with Me Too movement behind the scenes, but when it was actually oh. on, it was actually a great show. But when they brought it back for Netflix, it fucking sucked. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm Jeff from Switch the Envelope, one of the many podcasts offered by Riff Laugh Media. We really don't have anything to sell right now, but what we're doing is taking vital time away from your podcast just to tell you that we're here. So we hope that you enjoy the rest of this podcast and think of us the next time you pick up your phone. Riff Laugh Media, the media company who wonders if you're listening. So what else we got on the agenda, ladies? Because well, I got to be we honest with you, I'm going to go eat something soon. Yeah. Well, we were talking <laughs> about how um, during a pandemic Mass. and even after, how you can't really date because coronavirus is like the new STD um, because you pretty much have to get tested before you even go on a date with somebody. You can't just go out with somebody. It's not even just, oh, well, before we go to this step, you need to get tested. Now it's, well, I can't see you until <laughs> until we've, you know, uh, quarantine for 14 days for, right, and been tested for coronavirus and you know talked about how you know i've personally been pandemic shamed um you know by people i guess that were so hard up that <laughs> they didn't want to follow protocols or told me it was just a cold or whatever and i thought well this isn't a good sign i don't want to date yeah. somebody like that can you can you elaborate on that one a little bit i remember you telling me about it and i was like that's crazy you i mean so i mean one man just told me i was ridiculous because it's just a cold and how he already hold on one second i'll be right back okay hold on i'll be right back go ahead and keep talking yeah he doesn't want to listen to this go ahead keep talking so so, um yeah so some guy told me that um his his family was in in the medical industry and that you know um our beds weren't full in california so you know I shouldn't hide from this or I avoid it. And um, I don't know if he just was so hard up for a that he just, you know, was like, I can't, but he told me to go myself. And my response was, well, that's kind of what we're all kind of the point of quarantine. But, um, for, you know, for somebody like that, it makes me question, well, okay, so do you just not use condoms and, you know, shame people for using birth control and condoms and things like that? Like, these people are just ridiculous. I had one guy tell me it was just a cold. He'd already had it and he's doing everything the same as what he was doing before. And I thought, well, that doesn't sound like you have a very interesting life because everything at the time was shut down. So I don't know what's wrong with people. So yeah, I don't know um, what's wrong with people, but yeah, I mean, and I heard stories of some of my guy friends being shamed by other women they had met. Um, that one woman had invited one of my guy friends to Big Bear or something. And he's like, first of all, we haven't even met, but, you know, do you understand what this virus is? And she's kind of like, oh, you know, something about God will take care of it or something. Like, oh, my God. Yes, God will take care of it. So will Darwin. So, you know, it's just, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to date right now. You can't really date. That's why I've just, you know, I have a lot of guy friends and everything, but you can't really date because – 
it is. It's like, well, okay, what am I going to do? Are we just everybody going to get tested and wait two or four? Hello, well, let's let's hang out, but let's get tested and wait two to four days to see if either of us is positive and quarantine for those two to four days just to make sure that we're not exposed to it in in the time that we get the test results, and then we can go hang out. But we'll wear masks and shields because you know, I mean, it just doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even sound fun to me. So you know, I mean, dating is pretty much out of the, in my opinion, out of the question unless you're doing Zoom dating or something like that. But I don't really see that as a as a viable option at this point. So, yeah, I have I I don't know how I feel about that either. Like I know a lot of people when we first entered quarantine were like, "Oh, this will be great. More people will be making meaningful connections instead of just like, hey, swipe right on me if you want to go meet up for you know a couple hours." But um, I don't think that those quote unquote meaningful connections can be sustained without that interaction, that social action. And I, and I've made meaningful connections with people and become actually better friends. And it's kind of nice when the physical is not there. Um, because you kind of really do get to know people differently when you don't have that kind of pressure. Um, but can it sustain some kind of relationship or, you know, move to the next level beyond just a kind of a friendship that somebody you Zoom with or chat with all the time um, if you're not actually hanging out or having any interaction? So I don't know. And I certainly don't want somebody to be quarantined with me because that'll just cramp my style. So are you kidding? I'm so ready to have somebody quarantined with me. I'm like, okay, I need to find a quarantine buddy before this next go. That'll be fine for five days. And then, but I just, I, (laughs) I definitely, I think I'm down to have a quarantine buddy on this next go around. So so are you going to go on Craigslist and just like, you know, Yeah. I want somebody to move in with me while we're in <laughs> lockdown, um, full background check and COVID tests available if, you, if needed. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, I just moved into a bigger apartment and that's, that gave me the satisfaction I needed. <laughs> so I didn't feel so suffocated, but if somebody yeah. moved in, I would be like, well, what's the point <laughs> moving into the bigger apartment? <laughs> I'm one step ahead of you because I did that right as we went into lockdown the last time. I moved into a bigger apartment, which is glorious. But now I'm like, okay, maybe I need a pet or get a dog. Uh, like God, one of my friends got me on TikTok. Jesus Christ, that's a time suck. So on the topic of banana balls. Yeah, like I said, banana balls. Banana balls. So banana hammock. Princess that's Consuela banana hammock. That should have been Hashtag my uh, screen banana balls. Hashtag banana balls. Banana balls. Can we can we use that instead? So when people are acting up in in stores, we'll say hashtag banana balls. Like the lady in Trader Joe's. Okay, banana balls. Whenever you see a Karen, whenever you see a whenever you see a Karen, banana balls. Just Just y'all banana banana balls. balls. That's banana balls. She's going banana balls. She's going banana balls. I'm totally gonna do that. (laughs) And can we wear pink on Wednesdays or Fridays? What day is that? Wednesdays. Remember the Mean Girls? We wear pink on Wednesdays or whatever. Wednesdays, we wear pink. And what's things? That's so fetch. Yeah. So that's why I said banana balls. We're trying to make banana balls work. Uh, And Tiffany. Tiffany is a thing. I like Tiffany better Mm -hmm. than Karen. So what about Sex in the City? Ooh, Sex in the City. About going, like, what is up with Sex in the City? Would Sex in the City work today in today's environment? I don't know. I don't know. Work on our generation that watched it, I don't think it's 
as relevant because, well, I mean, you've had the lack of diversity and all this stuff, but I don't, I was reading some things, you know, there's a lot of articles right now because when I watch it now, Carrie annoys the shit. I mean, Miranda's always bugged me in some ways and they all kind of bug me in their own ways, but more so now when I watch it. And uh, there was something just the other day about how Carrie was actually such a selfish person and it kind of went in these different things. And I'm like, yes, yes. So I just think that, um, I think it is relevant to those of us who watched it when it was out. We still, you know, can relate to it, but I'm not sure that it will be completely relevant now. I don't know. I mean, with, with millennials or, with, you know, the younger millennials and Gen, Gen Z, I'm not sure if it um, would be relevant. I don't talk to a lot of, you know, it's kind of like friends. There are teenagers that watch friends, you know, every, in every generation you find people that watch friends, right? But I don't, he, I but don't see is- that so much in, with Sex in the City, you know? Friends, however, does is not has is dated. It's super dated. It is, but you know, like no cell phone stuff like that. But the humor in it, people, I I know teenagers that watch it. Yeah, but it's first of all, it's not. I think sometimes people like those shows because they're not censored, like our shows are now. Right. Everyone always makes fun of that show because it's so homophobic and because it's it has so much it's gender. I mean, there's so much has, there's yeah. misogyny. There's, I mean, you know, that's where the jokes come from, really. But it's, but people, I think, sometimes like that because it's not so walking on eggshells type of humor. Hyper woke. Yeah, and they can watch and laugh about it in private, really. That's the that's the thing because sometimes you have to wonder how woke does the country really want to be if right. Friends is still one of the top shows. You know, when they could just cry, oh, it's not diverse <laughs> enough. It's not this, right? I mean, seriously, you know, and um, well, yeah, a lot I, of the black community was mad about that show. Well, yeah, because, because they took didn't it, from it rip off something from Living Single? Yeah, and I've Living never seen Living Single, but I knew Living of Single it. was supposed. Living Sin- well, they didn't just take from Living Single. They also took it Seinfeld from... Seinfeld. And- oh, there was another show. Well, they took it from Seinfeld. There was another show that was on Fox they took it from. I thought it was like three guys Li- in a Living pizza also place or something like that. I don't remember. Anyway. Yeah, that was something it. Like that. And the funny thing, the real funny thing about that show is that the guy... I think I, t- I might have told you this before, but the guy who ends up playing Joey's twin in a, one of the later oh, yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. Remember when Joey Carl. goes to do science experiments? How you Carl, doing? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. That, that actor is the actor that played the Joey character mm-hmm. in the in the in the Friends in the show on Fox that they off. stole their their yeah. premise from. Ben Friends was so and, um, successful. Yeah, but the problem was is that they actually because Living Single actually was right. called Friends. That was their original yeah, name. Yeah, that's crazy. And then so they changed kind of, it. But Living Single never yeah. because of. Right. It just didn't work as well right. or something. It wasn't as successful. Well, I guess successful. In, that, in that particular time for some reason. Yeah. Well, you got to say that Friends had a jumping jumping off point of being right after Seinfeld. Yeah, that People were already excited for Seinfeld. Seinfeld yeah. was, was on its last legs and then they wanted yeah. a new show and Friends was just there. I think I tried, it was 94, right? So I was in high school. When it first, first came out. Anyway, but Sex and the City, I'm not sure that other people... So, yeah, people... I'm still watching it, you know, the repeats and stuff, but it's not... Um, <laughs> I don't know that Sex and the City, though. I don't know that it appeals to, like, Gen Z and, and younger millennials and things like that. I don't know. I mean, it's always well, on the Golden the Girls. Channel. Just leave them alone. Oh, I love Golden Girls. 
No, I'm saying that the Sex and the City are like old ladies. Well, now. In there, I mean, they were, the they were older in that show, too. I mean, they, they were not. They women in their late 20s and early 30s. Really? Uh-huh. They seem so old. Yeah, they, well, Samantha they specifically. Samantha. She was a lot older old. than all of them. I think she was 45, 40 to 45. She couldn't have been in her 20s? No, she wasn't. She was the oldest of all four of them. That's what I'm saying, because she's the one that turned um, 40 or 45 before all of them did. She, but she was, even Samantha, no, I'm not Samantha. Even, uh, what's her name? Um, even Carrie had to have been in her late well, I think 30s. They were least. older when they were playing the parts, but she's the same were... age as the Brat Pack. How the hell is she well, in her 20s? She, in the... Well, the thing is, they celebrated all their 35th birthdays on that show. So, in the however many years it was on, was it six seasons? So, um, they all celebrated 35th birthdays and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, she was playing a little younger I than think I think she were. actually is because. But, well, yeah, because she's now in her what mid fifties or so yeah, she Samantha must have been turns in... fifty, and I think the first movie, the first movie, Samantha turns fifty at the end. So and that was ten years. So it was ten years from the first episode to the movie to the first movie. There were ten years in between. So, so it's like uh, Samantha's character supposedly was forty when it started. I mean, don't give me. You're wrong. I like Kim Cattrall in Mannequin and Porky's. I mean, those two movies. Eh. I mean, that that was like Oscar worthy. You were just asking if you think the show's still relevant. I mean, it's on E Channel all the time. You know, ever almost every night I think it's on, and they do like Sex and the City rerun. You know, uh, they'll do marathons and stuff like that. So I don't know. Um, but I don't talk to a lot of people. Like Friends is one thing, and um, other shows. You I know, think but- that series now are so are so saturated or we're so saturated with series now yeah. that no series is relevant Yeah, <laughs> because you have a new series coming out every day. Right. That's supposed and they're to be all more, so good. more culturally relevant than the last. Well, that's like I was saying yeah. succession. I'm starting to watch succession for me. I like this morning I did a, you know, I woke up, I did, I hung, I hung out for a little while, just kind of got the feel of the morning. Then I worked out, then I got my car washed. Then I came back and, you know, watch part of a, an inspirational sermon. And then I, you know, but it was like, eh, do I really want to sit down and commit to this show for, you know, they have to pay attention to for hours. Or do I want to kind of be doing other things while I'm doing that? So I think that's the, my commitment issue is that I just, I have to commit to it and sit and watch it. And so that's what I did yesterday. I said, God, I've wanted <clears> to see this succession for, it looks like something I'd want to watch. And I thought, well, I have HBO max now. Maybe I can start watching it. I immediately got hooked. You get hooked in the first five minutes of the show, and I'm like, yes, this is what I thought this was about, and it's just really good. So while I'm looking for my next quarantine buddy, because that needs to on, be a real On Craigslist. Yes, absolutely. Because it's a This safe is going to be, by the way, a movie. lifetime movie, and will be on 48 Hours. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> remember me this way. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, I'm just brain. saying, my heart for quarantine is snacks because flowers are nice and all, but they're not going to last very long. Um, but you know, bring, bring the, bring the good snacks. Like personally, I'm a huge fan of Cheetos and Dr. Pepper. You want to, you want to get nice. through the front door, you come bearing Cheetos and Dr. Pepper. Now, do you want him to be or able to get you, through the no, front door or would you like him to already be uh, robust to share with you in your, in your quarantine <laughs> snacking? <laughs> No, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to level it up here because I 
as much as I love Dr. Pepper, I am actually a true fan of Mr. Pibb. And the Ew. time gross. No one is talking right now. The only time <laughs> I have ever seen it in cans is when I was living in Virginia and I was so excited because I could get a 12 pack of Mr. Pibb. Mr. Pibb's like, the poor man's <laughs> friggin' Dr. Oh, Pepper. It's what they sell at Taco Bell, I think. Dr. Oh, it's so, the Pepsi version of it, isn't it? And Pepsi's the poor man's Coke. <laughs> so, if you can find like Mr. Pibb and Cheetos, so you you just maybe have like a quarantine partner here. Is Mr. Pibb? So, in your Craigslist um, venture, <laughs> say I want you to want to be called Mr. Pibb. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be into and that play. goes by Mr. Pibb. That's a looks- creepy role play. <laughs> May I call you Mr. Pibb? And Cheeto? Well, I mean, we could, you know, talk about how, you know, sucking on his straw and take it to a really dirty place. That's gross. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you, These are things you, you think better about specify this stuff, because if this guy is really fit walking into the door, you gotta, you gotta set that standard. You'll be eating and snacking a lot, so. Well, but we'll we'll balance it. We'll we'll snack and then we'll like. This is a this Again, is a family. We need these show. details for when it's on Forty Eight Hours, and we can when we're guests <laughs> on Forty Eight Hours. Family friendly show. <laughs> no, when we're the guests on Forty Eight Hours that are interviewing, and they say, "Well, we don't know why she went missing." All right. Well, she said <laughs> her Craigslist ad. We did warn her against the Mister Pib, and uh, <laughs> listen, so. <laughs> so just We're a gonna be quick, witnesses on that show. <laughs> just a quick note about your your Mr. Pib. Do you uh-huh. know Mr. Pib was actually first called Peppo because it was trying to compete with Dr. Pepper. And then Peppo. Yeah, because it was supposed to be competing with Pepper. So they called it Peppo. And then they then Dr. Pepper sued them because they were so close to their name for, yeah. for trademark infringement. So they changed it to Mr. Pib they were after they got sued. Threatened by the superiority of flavor in the Mr. Pib too. That sucks. Anyway, I will say that uh, for me, the two things that sound that taste real good together are really good chili cheese Fritos wow. and a uh, Arizona iced tea. Oh, I don't think I've ever drank Arizona iced tea. You guys keep talking about stuff with caffeine, and I can't have caffeine. So That's you're really lame. Interesting combination. I ha- had it one time by accident and it tastes so good and I love that. Did you have an accident after you ate those things together? <laughs> no. Oh, good. I don't know. I ate some weird combinations of stuff yesterday. My stomach was not Did you have an friendly. accident after you after No, you, my you stomach was that? not friendly this morning. You but know what else is really good? The, if you get the... If you get the I, I made some nachos the other day by having tostitos cheese it's like the cheese dipping sauce oh gross put it on top of the of the of the chips mm-hmm. and then you put a little chili on there oh yeah and man it tasted like authentic nachos from like chilies or any of those other places oh, oh so good mm-hmm. i can't do that like microwavable cheese shit it's so weird it's not microwave like when you it tasted like the real cheese thing dip any kind of cheese dip that's not like then how do you have nachos oh. yeah I get the shredded cheese, like that doesn't real t- cheese. They okay. First of all, like, the liquid cheese is just 
there's some, I, maybe it's a texture thing. I cannot do the liquid cheese. It's just gross me, gr- grosses me out visually, texturally. I cannot do liquid cheese. Okay. If you're a, if you're a fan of nachos, then you are. Mm, it's like nacho blasphemy. Shredded cheese. <laughs> it's, yeah. You can't put shredded cheese on chips and make it and think that it's actually nachos. Cause what you're going to have is it's nacho average nachos. Hard cheese. Oh. Yeah, you're going to have crusted hard cheese on top of chips. And yeah. by the end, by the time it's done, you're just going to be breaking off cheese on your mouth. Well, Cause it's hard and so hard. And then oh, what about the chip to cheese ratio? The cheese would get hard like that. You're telling I mean, me that when you put when you put shredded cheese on top of your nachos, shredded oh. cheese, and you put it in the microwave, no matter how long, you're telling me that it doesn't harden. Oh, who says anything about putting it in the microwave? You're telling me when you put it in either way. I cook, I cook I, it both ways. I don't cook it. I cook it both ways. If you put it in the oven, it's the same thing. It'll still harden. No, I don't cook it. I just put the cheese on top. Ew. That's not nachos. Good. You put you put unmelted shredded cheese on top of chips. Yeah. That's not nachos. I add like (laughs) other things to it, like guacamole and and ground beef. Sounds like nine layer cheese is un (laughs) the cheese is unmelted. Unmelted, yes. Right. So that's nine layer dip. That's also not nachos. Well, then apparently I don't like nachos. That's not nachos. Nachos, you have melted cheese. What are you talking about here? Melted, like liquid cheese. Why wouldn't you have melted cheese? Well, you could melt the, even if you melt the shredded cheese, it doesn't turn hard. Yes, it absolutely does. Yeah, it sticks. So you can't, it can't, like if you pick up the chips, it it, like is all webbed. So you can't pick up the chips individually without like using two hands because it gets all webby. You know what I mean? Go try it. Go do it tonight. Go put some shredded cheese on. We'll, we'll, We'll put this test to any listener out there. If you can get really moist and and that's a terrible word, but if you get really nice uh, cheese that has been uh, what's called melted all over using shredded cheese, please hit us up on on the is it sex with candy Twitter? Yeah, punch account? The trunk, I don't even know. Sex with candy. I don't think we have an account. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not part of this. I don't. Yeah, don't Twitter, I'm not part so. of this, so I can't. Hit us up on Switch the Envelope. <laughs> Yeah, we still have an Instagram. I don't, you guys don't have one, so we have an Instagram. Food porn. We want to see all that delicious, beautiful, melted shredded cheese. It's not. You're not going to see it because it's not going to work. Yeah, Trust shredded me. cheese doesn't as a doesn't melt like that. Connoisseur of nachos, uh-huh. you're not going to see it. We'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Okay, so other than nachos, <laughs> well. Nikki, you said you ate some pretty weird combinations yesterday. Nacho cheese. Yeah, I had some, like, they sell these, like, fish. These, like, not gummy, but kind of gummy fish. (laughs) No, gummy fish, like candy at uh, Trader Joe's. I had some of those. And then I had some some nachos, some gluten-free, or nacho chips, I should say chips, tortilla chips with, um, they have the best pico de gallo dip, dip at Trader Joe's. And I just, I buy two packs of the pico de gallo. And that gets me through, like, half of the bag of chips. Cause it's so good. And then I had, um, what else did I have? I had some salami, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, and then I had a smoothie. I had a smoothie at some point yesterday. I had sausage, blueberry muffin mix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. What kind of smoothie was it? 
Oh, I just do frozen um, fruit and non-dairy frozen yogurt and um, strawberry or watermelon juice. Hmm. It's yummy. nice. It's yummy. I do so, those after a workout, and then I then I eat my popcorn or you know popcorn or whatever snacks I can find, and the pink and white cookies at uh, Trader Joe's. What would be your Craigslist dating food? What would you want? Okay, I'm not going to Craigslist to find anybody. <laughs> There's nobody else coming in. Now that I got a bigger space, I'm not sharing with anybody. You both know that there are dating apps now online. You don't have to use Craigslist. No, but I'm I, think, I don't know if no, you know no, about that. We're you know, laughing Tinder. about Craigslist because she's looking for somebody to come move in with her during a quarantine. So he has to be homeless, first of all. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying you, you do know there are dating apps now. So there. There's, there's, there is Tinder, like I just said. There is plenty of fish. No, there there's are Bumble. Things. Bumble, is, Bumble is great, but it's not ideal right now. Like I said earlier in the podcast, it's just not ideal right now because you have to go get a COVID test before you can even meet up with anybody. It just is, you know, it's like, why bother doing that stuff until you know you can actually go on dates again? You know what I mean? Who said anything about dates? I'm obsessed with Moon Pie and Buttercup, and I totally want like a little mini dachshund now because they are just the cutest darn things ever they can't swim did you know that dachshunds dachshunds can't swim are you planning on drowning your dog or something? <laughs> that's just an interesting fact because their legs oh, okay. are too short you know what else is an interesting fact jeff from swish the envelope is going to have to take off right now but i uh, thank you for letting me join your podcast and all i will right. see you at another Horrible. time oh, oh thank you okay. very much okay all right so right. hopefully all of you can join me on Switch the Envelope. Okay. We'll see you guys at Late. the movies. Late. Okay. <laughs> With Sam Elliott. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We're gonna punch the drum. We're gonna punch the drum. We're gonna punch the drum. Count that loud. I did not have sexual relations with that one. Now it is time to take longer strides. Time for a great new American enterprise. We're gonna find the truck. We're gonna find the truck. We're gonna find the truck. Go night long. The following has been a Riff Laugh production.